Critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey, what is up, thinkers? Kathy Gibbons here. Welcome back to another episode of the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Let's start off today with a quick review of a fallacy that we have co- covered earlier in this season. We're going to cover the non sequitur fallacy. Now, you may want to hit pause for just a quick second and test yourself. See if you can remember what a non sequitur is. Okay, so first of all, non sequitur is a Latin phrase that means it does not follow. So a non sequitur fallacy happens when someone draws a conclusion that does not logically follow from the stated premise. So the question to ask yourself if you're faced with a non sequitur fallacy is a very simple one. Is that even a logical conclusion? So if you want to hear more about this fallacy or review the non sequitur, go back and check out episode number 78. All right, today's new fallacy is called the biased generalization fallacy. Now, this one sometimes involves statistics and can get a little complicated. So for our purposes, we're going to keep it super simple here today, and I promise you're going to get it. A biased generalization happens when you come to a conclusion about a group of people based on a small sample group that already has a bias about the topic. Okay, so here's what I mean. Let's say I was going to find out what percentage of people are dog people and what percentage of people are cat people. So to find out, I go to the local dog park and I talk to 20 people. All 20 people say they're dog people, so I conclude that 100% of people are dog people. All right, can you see the problem here? I made a conclusion about the general population based off of asking a very small group of people who clearly already had a bias. I was at a dog park. So clearly all the people there had dogs. So how accurate is my conclusion? Obviously it's not. Now, it may be helpful here to define what a bias is. So the Oxford Dictionary defines bias as a prejudice in favor of or against one thing, person, or group compared to another, usually in a way that's considered to be unfair. In in simple terms, the way that I like to say it is your bias is how you see the world. And we usually tend to think of having a bias as being a bad thing, and it can be, but the reality is we all have biases. We can't help it. <laughs> we all have specific ways we view the world and specific specific ideas about what we believe to be right and wrong. Now, that doesn't mean we shouldn't look at our biases and maybe challenge them, whether they're true or not. But to say that we should have no biases in life is just, it's not possible. It's not a thing. So, And yes, there are several different biases that we do need to be aware of, and I will be going into all of them in season two of this podcast. But let's get back to our biased generalization fallacy. Okay, here's another example. Let's say I was trying to convince parents that they should homeschool their kids. And I wanted to show them that homeschooling is really popular. So I go to a homeschool convention and ask parents there what they think about homeschooling. Okay, can you see already that I'm going to get a very biased result? Everyone there is either already homeschooling or is interested in homeschooling. It's not going to be a result that's representative of the general population. Now, if I went to, say, a public park or some, like an amusement park or something like that, and I asked my question there, I would get a much more accurate idea of what the general public thinks. 
Now, the problem with the thinking here behind this fallacy is that if you ask an already biased group of people a question, they're not going to be representative of the general population. Sometimes people actually commit this fallacy on purpose, and they do it to make their statistics more dramatic in their favor or in favor of whatever point they're trying to make. And at some point, I'm going to do some episodes on statistics because I'm telling you, it is very easy to manipulate statistics to say almost anything you want them to say. So you have to know how to read and ask good questions about the stats that you're presented with. And yes, if you're wondering, this um, hey, this fallacy is very similar to the hasty generalization fallacy that we covered back in episode 38. So you can go back and listen to that one. There's very slight differences, but I think this is an important difference, which is why I'm giving it its own episode. Sometimes this fallacy, the bias generalization fallacy happens in politics. Let's say the Republican Party wants to find out what people think about a specific topic. So they decide to send out a questionnaire or a poll. However, they only send the poll to people on their list of registered Republicans. Do you think they're going to get a good feel for what the general general population thinks about that topic? No, of course not. Those people are already biased in a certain direction or they wouldn't be registered Republicans. Now, if the poll was to find out what Republicans think about a specific topic, well, that's a whole different story. Then they're asking the right people they're asking the question to the right people, but if they're trying to get a feel for what the general population thinks or they want to have a stat that they can put on the news at night and share with everybody, it's not going to be it's it's going to it's not going to be an unbiased opinion or representative of the general population. Okay, so the question to ask yourself if you think you're facing a biased generalization is this. Are the people they asked biased in some way? Pretty simple, right? Let me say it again. Are the people they asked biased in some way? Okay, guys. Yes. And, and here's the thing. If you're like, well, that's a super simple question. You're right. Some of these things are very, very simple questions, but we just don't learn them. And so that's my whole point here is I just want you to learn them because you're going to start developing this file of how to think and how to analyze what you're seeing and just ask good questions. And you might not remember the names of everything, but you'll know, hey, something's not right. Something's not right with that. That sounds a little bit off. What could be wrong with the thinking here? And if you do want to try to remember the names, download my ebook. It, the link to it isn't going to be in the show notes. It, I cover all the fallacies that we talk about here in the podcast, and you can review them very easily. Okay, guys, that's it for today. And remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filteritthroughabraincell.com or you can connect with me on Instagram at filteritthroughabraincell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filteritthroughbraincell.com and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with people in your life.